Hi, dear friend. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible. This is the program where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. You are listening to uh, Pastor Fabiano, currently ministering here in the Seventh-day Adventist Church here in South Australia. And I'm delighted to be at Meros Park Adventist Church as well as Sinai Adventist Church Company there. Uh, friends, I'm delighted to be able to spend the next hour with you, our dear listener. Wherever you might be listening from, welcome to Faith FM. Unfortunately, today we are not in the studio so you will hear that the sound quality is a little bit different. Uh, we are tuning in from uh, Zoom and into our studio uh, virtually simply because, uh, as you can hear from my voice, I am not feeling well. And um, uh, and not only that, uh, yeah, I just didn't want to risk you know, trans- transmitting the... Uh, uh, the cold that I have uh, to, uh, to my uh, co-host. But uh, hey, let me just once again, uh, thank you for tuning in and let you know that our theme for this week has been the Bible and the media in a post-biblical culture. However, today's topic is a question, do the scriptures speak to a media-obsessed age? Uh, I have here my good friend, Pastor Eric Horror, who has uh, been here on Faith FM for quite some time, a regular presenter. And uh, I want to, uh, once again, inform those who are listening for the first time that uh, uh, Eric is going to be leading and taking our study for today. Also, if you would like to... uh, Tune in to Faith FM, uh, from time to time and, or even wish to listen to the previous presentations, you can actually go to faithfm.com.au or just download the Faith FM app and you'll be able to listen unhindered. So friends, if you'd like to get in contact with us, the number is 04888-80811. And so I'd just like to let you know once again, uh, that, uh, we are live from South Australia. Now, there will be a little bit of uh, uh, change in the uh, tone of my voice, and so is Pastor Eric's, because we had some technical difficulties, and so this is, uh, uh, you know, this is uh, us trying to, uh, once again, add in some bits and pieces that were missing as we were just live. And so, friends, let me also just share with you something interesting that has been happening around the world before we go into today's uh, uh, study. This is something that, uh, yeah, that, I read. Now, I know that this was published a while ago, but hey, this is what's happening currently, and we can relate to what I'm about to share. Notice this is coming from the Christian Headlines, published in 2014, August the 28th, and the title was, Does Social Media Cause Infidelity? Now, this is this is quite interesting. It says here, and I'm just picking through uh, a, just a portion of the, uh, of the actual article. It says here, much of the technology of today and tomorrow is good news. But some is not. Consider the growing epidemic of infidelity uh, related to social media, especially Facebook. If you check Facebook once an hour, a University of Missouri research researcher says you are likely to experience negative relationship outcomes such as cheating, breakup, and divorce. <laughs> that is sad, isn't it? Well, the article continues saying, the problem is not that Facebook makes people cheat. Rather, it expands the range of options for them to do what they already want to do. <laughs> Friends, we live in a media-obsessed age. People are not 
connected as they used to before in terms of like real life connection, like socializing and spending quality time together. Today, more people are finding themselves locked onto and glued onto the screens. And yes, they are connected with the outer world, uh, something known as globalism. And, but hey, relationships are just uh, being hampered in many ways and um, uh, people are just learning uh, negative behaviors uh, from the social media platforms. Not, not that the social media platform itself is the evil thing, though it may contain evil content at times uh, or bad content. But hey, we, we all can admit to this, whether we are religious or not, that hey, sometimes social media is a bit too much and it makes us uh, go down the rabbit hole. It just, it, it just, you know, um, yeah, but uh, it, this reminds me of something. Actually, when I think about the uh, social media today, it reminds me, and I'm sure Eric, you can relate. It reminds me of when I first arrived in Australia. Um, I, I realized that this place was different. Um, when I, where I was coming from, man, I was used to playing with kids in the streets. And, uh, we came from a place where people lived in ne- real neighborhoods, like where you communicate with people, you, Borrow sugar from your neighbor. You play with the neighbor's kids in the street. Uh, that's that, that, that. I'm pretty sure most people can relate here too as well. I've heard that it wasn't uh, it wasn't that bad a long time ago. But I hear, but but I remember though when I first arrived that hey, wow, I was so excited to actually see pe- children play in the street. Uh, and uh, um, yeah, but uh, sadly, to my amazement, not most children just. You know, stay indoors and just glued on television. And now with the advancement of technology, with social media platforms, though they can be used for good things, I think they're just stealing our times away. And and uh, I don't know, Eric, what, what are your thoughts? Can you relate? If my wife and I go out to a restaurant or go, or go out somewhere to eat, um, it's amazing that, uh, you know, what we do now is we actually um, uh, turn off our phones when we're at the uh, table. Um, right. so that we can enjoy the meal together. And often we look around and there's, you know, other couples are both on their phones and they're not interacting, as you say. And, uh, yeah, you've got to do these things because it can become a habit, you know, you, mm. you, you get into the habit of, of using devices wherever you are and it's good to, to interact. You're right. Yeah, that's right. And so, dear friends, um, wherever you're tuning in from, we would like to hear from you. What are some of the, uh, negative side effects you've had with social media um, or you could even share uh, a prayer request let's say you might be a person who's really hooked on these things um, and uh, it has been really called an epidemic uh, and you probably need um, uh, freedom from uh, from this ensnaring uh, uh, media platform that you might be stuck with or you might just be finding social media a wonderful tool for uh, witnessing and uh, sharing good news. What has been your experience with social media? Well, I, I would like to hear from you. The number to actually reach out to us is 4 888 be uh, It will be really exciting. And not only that, even if you don't want to share anything on that um, uh, uh, stream of things, you could just share with us where you are listening from, you know, let me be honest with you here at Faith FM. We love hearing where people are listening from and we like interacting because sometimes it can be a lonely journey, but uh, we know that you're listening and thank you for tuning in. Uh, our theme once again has been the Bible and media in, in a post uh, biblical culture. However, today's topic, uh, which is a question, how do I, uh, oops, I almost gave you the wrong one there. 
It is do the scriptures speak to a media obsessed age? And Pastor Eric will read, uh, lead us rather into that. Let us just open with a word of prayer and ask God to lead us and guide us uh, in this Bible study. Let's pray together. Father in heaven, Lord, we thank you for this wonderful opportunity to uh, study and we're thankful that Eric could be here on this radio program. Lord, we pray that you may give him wisdom, uh, give him clarity of mind, give him insight and uh, help him share what he has prepared. And we pray that you may uh, teach us all through uh, what he's about to share. And we also pray that those who might be tuning in for the first time, that they'll find Faith FM to be uh, a radio that um, that speaks positivity and life-transforming messages. Lead us and guide us. We, this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And so, dear listener, I have this great free, free giveaway. And uh, before I can let you know what it is, I just want you to keep this number with you, 04-888-8811. That is the number that you will need to uh, get this free offer. So please do stick around. I'll give you more information as we go. Uh, at this point in time, we just got, we just want to come to a, a music uh, in order to start off our program with uh, some tunes. Uh, we have a uh, a song uh, titled A Christian by Daryl Swear. We'll have that first up, and then immediately after the break, we'll come back and then we'll, we'll get uh, uh, Pastor Eric to share with us uh, on this um, uh, wonderful topic. So, here is the song. Could I be called a Christian if everybody knew my secret thoughts and feelings everything I do Could they seek a likeness of Christ in me each day
Welcome back. Welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM Drive Time, big Q&A with Pastor Fabiano. And our co-host today is Eric Hoare. And uh, he's a regular co-host on the radio program and a dedicated student of the Bible, I must say. Uh, he has shared on a number of topics on Faith FM. And uh, you found today's study to be uh, one that is relevant and one that is timely, especially for today's uh, uh, generation. The theme for this week has been the Bible and the media in a post-biblical culture. However, um, the um, the topic for today is a, it's a question. And the question that we are asking Eric to answer is the following. And, and that is, uh, do the scriptures speak to a media-obsessed age? That is the question of which we'll be answering by, um, uh, by, uh, by the help of God as uh Eric leads us into this Bible study. So once again, thank you for tuning in. We are here in South Australia uh, in the studios of Faith FM. And uh, uh, we had just briefly looked at this uh, news headline, which, um, uh, you know, highlighted the dangers of media. And this was from the Christian headlines. Uh, and uh, it was an article published in August 28, 2014, uh, titled, Does Social Media Cause Infidelity? And we saw that, uh, if I could just read this line once again, it says that if you check Facebook once an hour, a University of Missouri researcher says you are likely to experience negative relationship outcomes such as cheating, bank, uh, breakup and divorce. Now, friends, I highlight that because for the first few minutes, uh, we had some technical difficulties, uh, and when we were not on air, but this is the reason why we are coming to this subject. And we want to see what the Bible has to say, especially to us today. The people who are living in a media obsessed age. What biblical counsel uh, do we get from scripture? Now, let me ask uh, Eric to lead us in this discussion. What would you say, Pastor Eric? Yes, as we uh, live in an age where uh, we're waiting for Jesus to come, uh, the media has quite an, uh, quite an influence on all people. And as Christians, we need to know what is right and wrong. And um, the media uh, targets all people. It doesn't matter uh, uh, what social aspect you're in. It targets right. everybody. I know right. in China they even have um, detoxic um, places where people can go and detox from their so? obsession. Um, and uh, they go there and book themselves in for a week or two weeks where they can actually right. detox because they cannot leave their devices alone. And wow. I don't know if you've ever uh, walked into a store and uh, you've heard the music playing. Uh, and when you go into these stores, often that music is set so that it's, it's like a kind of a buying mood. It puts you in because they've tested these songs. The researchers mm. want to do what they're putting out. And before you know it, subconsciously, it is putting you into the mood for, for buying things. Right. Uh, so, so very rarely do the media images we encounter go in one ear and out the other. It makes a difference within our mind or our pattern. Uh, so mm. it's no wonder the marketers do their best to find the perfect slogan. Uh, That's right. So in this cultural reality, uh, Christians need to be aware of the dangers and the agendas of today's media. Uh, and what's more, we need to cultivate the ability to discern what is right and what is wrong among the right. media images we face. And, of course, one of the big things is music. Um, yes. And uh, Dr. Richard Palingo, 
who has an MD in, in neurology and neuroscience, uh, science, mm. explains the effect that music has on an emotion. So he studied the brain for 25 years, and right. he says that nothing he can say or do and say to a person can affect a person's state of mind any any has has a bigger influence than a simple song can have. In other words, a song they hear can mean much more to them than what he can actually speak to these people. Um, And he goes on to say, you can pour messages in, and if you pour the wrong messages in, they take on a particular power more than the listener understands. And and I understand that because when I was a a teenager growing up, there was a song Mm. I used to love listening to. It was called Hotel California by the Eagles. Right. Um, And that, that song used to just, play in my mind all the time and Mm. um it just sort of infatuated me as a young boy growing up uh, in new zealand Mm. and Mm. uh the album that it came out was there was a cover picture and i found this later when i researched it and read a video about this it says that in the album on the front there's an image of anton levey he was a well-known hollywood satanist uh, right. And his face is up on the balcony of the building, looking down on a hotel on, on California Street. And huh. Anton LaVey was an American occultist who established the Church of Satan at his black house right. in San, Fr- San Francisco, California in 1966. And he actually wrote the Satanic Bible. Right. And some of the um, choruses, I'll just read out some of the words. I won't read them all out, but... Okay. Uh, what the song said was, and I understand what it means now, but I didn't way back then. It said, on a dark desert highway, cool wind in my ear, warm smell of clytus, which is a slang word for marijuana, rising up yeah. through the air. Up ahead in the distance, I saw a shimmering light. My head grew heavy and my sight grew dim. I had to stop for the night. There she stood in the doorway. I heard the mission bell. Then I was thinking to myself, could this be heaven or could this be hell? Then she lit up a candle and she showed me the way. There were voices down the corridor. I thought I heard them say, welcome to Hotel California, such a lovely place, such a lovely face. Plenty of room at the Hotel California. Any time of the year, you can find it here. So I called up the captain, please bring me my wine. He said, we haven't had that spirit here since 1969. And still those voices are calling from far away. Wake up in the middle of the night to hear them say. Mirrors on the ceiling, the pink champagne on ice. And she said, we're all just prisoners here of our own device. And in the master's chambers, they gathered for the feast. They stab it with their steely knives, but they just can't kill the beast. Last thing I remember, I was running for the door. I had to find the passage back to the place I was before. Relax, said the night man, we are programmed to receive. You can check out any time you like, but you can never, ever leave. Last thing I remember, I was running for the door. I had to find a passage back to the place I was before. Relax, said the night man. We are programmed to receive. You can check out any time, but you can never, ever leave. And that's that was the music that I was listening to. And wow. um, uh, if you go back and study this, um, you find that with this pop group, the famous Eagles group, they right. say that all it's talking about is marijuana and talking about um, uh, California. Uh-huh. But when you look into the words that are said here and the satanic 
face on the front of the cover, uh, you find that sometimes Satan can guide the hands of the writers. That's um, right. And when I studied this, um, the Eagles manager, Larry Salter, he admitted in the Waco Tribune Herald in February 28th, 1982, that the Eagles were involved with the Church of Satan. And right. not surprisingly, one of the Eagles songs is titled, Have a Good Day in Hell. So, Whoa. you know, the, the music that we can listen to, if we don't know the background and, and if we don't know our scriptures, these things here can, can change young people's minds. It can put that's messages right. into their minds that they're actually wow. listening to something that's talking about the devil, I believe. Hmm. You know, uh, Pastor Eric, this, this, especially as I was listening to those uh, lyrics, that was, that's quite some chilling stuff right there. Hmm. Very frightening. And, um, I can relate too because I also, as a young person, though I was raised in the church, but I didn't really have a closer walk with God. I didn't have my own walk with God. And I highly recommend that anyone, even if you're raised in the Christian church, uh, that, that you seek to have a personal relationship with God, an individual walk with God. And so when I found myself outside of the church and I was following, you know, the crowd and I was getting into the music, you know, industry and stuff like that, uh, that, uh, yeah, there was all this, uh, satanic, uh, influences and lifestyles and, uh, uh, you know, pretty much things of the world that, that I was just finding myself, you know, getting into day by day. And uh, until one day, really by the hand of God, that a friend of mine shared with me, a, uh, an evangelist uh, who was presenting on those very topics about some of the satanic stuff that are hidden within music and how it can, you know, uh, influence you and all that, that I really woke up from that. Mm. Um, and, 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 and I started searching God once again. And so, yeah, these are very frightening stuff. And today, um, sadly, you simply have to walk through the, uh, through the mall and you hear, you know, music, uh, and certain things that, that, that you are not prepared to hear. And sometimes when I have to go shopping with my little ones, I just, I just, I dread, you know, it's, 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 it's very sad. And yeah, I, so yeah, what can scripture say to us? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the, um, the language that's used in some of the songs, if, um, if I'm in a house studying and they have something else, um, uh, you know, somebody who's just started the Bible and they have music on in the other room and you can hear the language, right. which, uh, you wouldn't even, um, say in front of elderly people or children, yeah, uh, sometimes yeah. in these songs today. So we have a society now that has accepted the, all these, uh, this music and songs. Um, yeah. and, and what the scriptures, the scriptures encourage me and, they should encourage us all to guard our thinking. Philippians 4, 8 says, Finally, right. brethren, whatever things are true, whatever hmm. things are honest, whatever things are just, whatsoever right. things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever right. things are good report, if there be any virtue, if there are any praise, think about those things. Concentrate on the things that will encourage us, that will make us wholesome, that will make us honest between one another and and uh, uh, be of good report. You know, have a good character, you know, um, live a good life and show that I to know. others. But whatever you put in your in your mind, whatever you listen to, concentrate yes. on the things that will make you wholesome. That's, that's amazing. And, you know, as I think of those words too, the things that are just, you know, that is really according to God's standards. And, mm. and the things that are praiseworthy, those are things that, uh, if Christ happens to be here with me, things that, uh, I wouldn't be afraid to say, repeat here, watch, or read about. Things that, uh, will give God honor and glory. Would you say? 
That's correct, yes. Oh, definitely. And, um, you know, what we hear uh, and listen to can affect us so much uh, in our walk. I I was not brought up in the church. um, Okay. And um, I was out in the the rock world and uh, in the pub scene and all those things. And, um, you know, I used to love a lot of the music that I listened to. Um, but now that my mind's been open, when Christ came um, yeah. and changed the mind thought, he comes into our lives and he gives us a different focus. He He takes us away from those things. In fact, it was interesting that um, some time ago I was invited to a, a party. This was quite a few years ago now, but I, yeah. I had become a Christian. I was invited back to a party where uh, a friend of mine was having a birthday, so I thought I'd go along, and they had that same sort of a music playing. They had other things going on and I just did not feel a part of it I did not want Mm. to be there Mm. Um, so there is a change that takes place it takes you away from these things to put you on a better path Um, and that's what those scriptures said but it's not only the music uh, the Bible talks about something else Um, and our ears are not only the gateway to our minds but it's also equally as crucial that we guard our eyes Um, and Jesus taught this importance in Matthew chapter 6, 22 to 23. In the King James Version, he says, The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole yes. body shall be full of light. But if yes. thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If wow. therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? So he's telling us that what we watch, yes, what we yes. see, can actually um, change our our whole being, can take over our spirit, and that mm. we can be full of darkness if we don't follow God's light. And it's interesting that uh, Jesus is telling us that where our eyes are yes. directed, our body will follow. And mm. if it, it's true that when we see it, it has a great effect on us. We literally walk in the direction our eyes are looking. The eye regulates the motion of the body. The same right. principle is also true in the spiritual sense. And we are affected mm. greatly by what we allow our eyes to see. In other words, if our eyes are looking at something, that's where we are kind of following. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yes. And yeah. that reminds me, it reminds me of what Paul says in Romans 13, 12, where he says, uh, and I'm reading halfway the text. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness. Uh, yes, you know, that's, and, uh, that's right. Yeah. So, mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Continue. So, mm. um, so when we become a Christian, we, uh, you know, it, it's been like being born again. We change completely from the old man to the, to the new man or woman. We, we mm. start to, uh, to concentrate on what God is showing us. We we look right. at the Bible and read the Bible, and, and that's where our eyes are. It's directed yes. on him. It's interesting yes. that, um, you know, Halloween's coming up, and okay. um, uh, you see the um, the all the evil, uh, the witches and the things in the shops now, and people are buying uh-huh. them for their children and everything. Um, yeah. But it was interesting when the Harry Potter series uh, came out, in Britain, right. a broom maker reported right. a spike in sales. A sales shot up selling brooms um, right. because children saw them in the film and asked right. their parents to buy them. And mm. uh, there is a uh, witchcraft school in Europe called the uh, Hinksclure. It's a yes. European school of witchcraft. 
And it credits that um, this film, Harry Potter, has increased the enrollments of people learning witchcraft, that they're actually bringing oh. young children to learn about yes. how to how to to make spells and and to and to fool people with spells, um, mm. and it's just amazing that um, that um, you know that that seemingly an innocent thing like Harry Potter, which has swept the world, which has uh, um, had so many books uh, put right. out about it, seeming so innocent, can mm. is actually talking about magic and witches yeah. and. and um, uh, and shedding it in a good life. This is what we've got to be very careful from because what we take in uh, yes. years ago um, can affect us. I remember years ago, you know, I was superstitious. Uh, before I was yes. a Christian, I, I believed in some of this stuff, and I, I wouldn't stand on a crack on the on the on the paved walk when I was running, right. walking. I'd avoid them because I thought something evil would happen to me. <coughs> and uh -huh. even today. When I go running and there's a crack on the footpath and her, uh, on the footpath, I actually unconsciously, I just, I just, avoid it. it's sort of in my mind and I just can't That's shake right. it. It's something that I, hmm. I thought of years ago, hmm. but you know, this is just superstition and, um, yeah. and it's things that are put out there that, uh, yes. that the devil is having a field day and tricking people that this stuff is, is good to watch and good to listen. It's, it's good magic and there's no such thing. The Bible tells us that witchcraft and broomsticks and all these other things mm. uh, are from the devil. Yeah, that's right. And you know that, Pastor Eric, it, it reminds me too of many, uh, stuff that, um, that I went through as a young person as well, uh, whether it be through the media and through the printed uh, material, uh, even the lifestyle I was living when I was, you know, living what we call the worldly lifestyle. That is a lifestyle that, you know, that, that does not have God as the center of uh, one's life. Uh, with all honesty, I suffer from some of the, uh, uh, yeah, I suffer from some of the stuff that I was exposed to. Uh, mm -hmm. There are some of those um, marks, you know, in, in my life. But I thank God in that after I gave my life to God, uh, he gave me victory over uh, a lot of things. And uh, some of my struggles and challenges today, I no longer see them as the, um, you know, as the, as, as if I'm handi handcuffed in, 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 to those things, but rather constant reminders that uh, in a sense I have been crippled in a sense by those worldly things. And what I'm trying to say here is that, you know, these things, social media, music, uh, the negative stuff that I usually uh, uh, put out by these mediums um, can affect us uh, even after we become Christians. We can still have uh, some, uh, just lack for a better word, we can still have Marks, just, just as, just as, just like someone who has, uh, maybe, uh, uh, fallen and hurt themselves and they always have these mark on their, uh, on their hand, um, those things will remain, you know, and, and that is why we need to be careful. But that, this does not mean, however, that you cannot gain victory. It does not mean that, uh, you will not be saved, but I'm just saying that it does have, uh, uh some, some, some major impact on your life. And, and you need to guard that. Hmm. Yeah, and it's interesting too that, um, you know, before I was a Christian, I used to think that, um, I had some Christian friends and I thought the music they listened to was, oh, gee, I'd never listened to that. Uh, yeah. and, um, 
you know, and, and we are conditioned. We go with the crowds and we don't really yeah. think about what we're, we're listening to. But today I understand that being a Christian, there's so much joy in being mm. a Christian more than I ever had out in the world. And that Thank is God. because when our eyes are tuned into the spirit, when our eyes right. follow him and see his goodness and see what he's done for us, it right. just takes us away from what the world is offering us. It is false hope. It is uh, false joy. Uh, right. It is following Christ. You know, you remember uh, um, when it talked about in Luke 17, 32, it said, Jesus warns us even in the New Testament. He, he said, remember yes. Lot's wife. And yes. Luke 17 says, and as it was in the day of Noah, so will it mm. be also in the days of the Son of Man. They ate, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage. Until the day that Noah entered the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, as it was also in the days of Lot, uh, they ate and drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built. But on the day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven that destroyed all of them. Even so will it be in the last day when the Son of Man is revealed. And then in mm-hmm. verses 32 and 33, it says, Remember Lot's wife. Whoever mm-hmm. seeks to save his life will lose it, and whoever mm-hmm. loses his life will preserve it. So what was the issue with Lot's wife? What caused mm. her ultimate destruction? It was the direction her eyes were looking. The instructions right. were not to look back, but her eyes led her back to death. So what it's saying here was that the same as today as it was before, we're doing our normal stuff where people are yep. getting married, uh, things are carrying on. Um, but what it's saying is that when we become a Christian, we leave behind the things that the devil has built up and, and has. Right. And what Lot's wife did, she turned back lonely to look at those things. And it's, mm. and it's saying, don't, don't do that. Give my, give your life to me. Keep away yes. from these other things. Otherwise, right. you know, when you lose your life, when you give your life to Christ and he, and yes. he comes into our life, he changes our mindset. He makes it pure. And when the media is throwing everything at it, if we keep close to Christ, then yes. he will, we can filter through what we should be looking at and what we should be hearing. Mm. Just before we go to a break, uh, Pastor Eric, the, there's also an issue that, um, uh, most, uh, people are faced with now with social media where they feel like uh, they have to be liked or whatever they post has to have a certain number of likes and views. And, uh, and um, uh, there's this trend where, you know, people are taking selfies and, um, and uh, there's, there's this drive also for shorter uh, content that just entertains and, and has really no constructive uh, and, um, anything really to teach you that is, that, you know, that is, um, that is good in life. But, but there is this drive where people are just drinking and drinking into this stream of social media. Uh, does the Bible has anything to say to us today? Uh, uh, the people of today who are faced with these challenges? Well, it's interesting, you know, you should bring that up because <laughs> when people put things on and they, they put it on for instant gratification and they, they want the likes to appear. Um, and you know, you might get somebody that's famous and they might get, oh, thousands and thousands of likes, but you might have somebody who's not well known and they, they might only get one, two or three likes on a social right. media. And, and you know, I feel, I feel sorry for those people because, uh, they, they feel, uh, like they haven't got many friends. And you know, right. you were talking about before about, 
the reality of face-to-face, of having real-life friends. Um, yes. And often these can be fake friends that are around mm. that, that um, aren't there. You know, Christ tells us to have a relationship with one another. He says in Philippians 2, 5 to 8, he says, in your relations with one another, have the mm. same mindset as Christ Jesus, who right. being in very nature, God did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on the cross. So he's saying here that our relationships to one another should have the same mindset as Jesus Christ. And how did God in his own nature be? He saw everybody the same. You know, when the Queen died and um, it was very sad, um, we've seen, you know, the service and I very much admire her, you know, and um, it was so wonderful and we saw all the events of her life, which is wonderful. Uh, As I said on the radio the other day, there are people dying on park benches that we don't know anything about and uh, people who who have nothing, who pass away unnoticed. Christ sees everybody the same. And what the... um, the media tries to enhance us is that you need to be liked. You have to have right. more likes. You've got to have thousands of these likes and then you've mm. kind of made it and then you'll, you'll get rewarded with money, or whatever. But what Christ mm. sees it is totally different that everybody's mm. the same. And in the kingdom of heaven, uh, yes. the queens there maybe and then, and maybe a, a poor person, Christ sees them all equal. And we, equal. we've got to understand that Christ sees people differently than we do. That's right. Thank you, Pastor Eric. Uh, there's a lot of um, gems which we can take from that. Uh, precious jewels from what we have just learned from your uh, study and uh, uh, discussion. And thank you. And I'll just want to uh, encourage those who are listening to us, share with us your experience. Uh, let's get into some kind of a discussion. You know, pose a question and send a prayer request. Are you out there? Are you listening? We are still waiting for someone to uh, send us a message. Once again, the number that you need, my friends, is zero four triple eight eight zero eight eleven. What can, what else should we address on uh, uh, in this uh, Bible study? Or what prayer request do you have? Uh, are you a parent who has a child who is stuck and obsessed with media and um, and they just can't get off it? Um, or are you yourself? Uh, maybe addicted in one way or another, or you're finding social media leading you to some undesirable outcomes. Friends, let us uh, know what it is that, that, that you might be struggling with. Let us pray together. But even more importantly, we would like to know if you're listening. So let's come to another short break as we reflect on what we have just learned. And then shortly, we'll be right back. But before I... Uh, I, 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 I take this break. I just like to remind you once again that we do have a free giveaway, and this is something uh, that you must have. Something that actually that speaks to this subject. And if you stick around a little shorter, we will share that with you. But do keep this number zero four triple eight eight zero eight. That is the number that you're gonna need if you are to claim this free giveaway. And so let us come to uh, this beautiful song by Salah. Uh, it is a song, I Surrender Row, because truly, if we are following Christ and we have accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior, that is, Lord, our Master and Savior in our lives, we must be ready to surrender all to His honor and His glory. All May you be blessed. Jesus, I surrender all to Him. 
Help us to surrender all to Christ, truly. And I know that, especially in this day and age, that we truly need the help of God. Friends, welcome back. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. At this point in time, I'd just like to share with you the free giveaway that we have for today. It's a beautiful book, my friend, one that I believe you must have, one I believe which you must share as well. This is a book uh, written by... um, a gentleman by the name of Scott Moncrief, and uh, it is titled Screen Deep. If you'd be so kind to silence your phone, turn off your iPad, and put down your remote, author uh, Scott Monc- Moncrief has a word to share with you about media and culture. And uh, regardless of where you might be on the spectrum of media consumption, and, uh, you know, or even if you might be you know, completely unplugged, I believe that there's a lot which this author will share as he weaves the uh, uh, illustrations of um, the impact of social media uh, together with what scripture has to say. You find this to be well worth reading, a book that I believe you must have. Now, you might be wanting to know, how do I get hold of this free offer? Well, all you need to do, my friend, is to send the following code word, uh, SA74. That is S as in the abbreviated uh, South and then A, Australia, South Australia, SA, 74, the number seven and four. Uh, once you send the code word SA74 SA to the number 04888811, the Faith FM giveaway bot will reply asking for your details. So please do send in that code word SA74. And then we'll make sure that we get that free giveaway to you. So, yes, thank you and welcome and thank you for tuning in. We have been uh, discussing under uh, the theme uh, together with uh, Pastor Eric. It is the theme, the Bible and media in a post-biblical culture. However, the topic for today is the question, do the scriptures speak to a media of this age? Now, quite a lot of uh, useful uh, and uh Helpful insights, uh, Pastor Eric has shared both from scripture and uh, from personal experience. But at this point in time, I'd like to ask Pastor Eric once again to take us once, once again deeper into this study as we, uh, try to learn, uh, from what scripture has to say to us, a people who are living in a media of serious age. Welcome once again, Pastor Eric. Yeah, thank you. And, um, just some final thoughts. Um, Matthew 6.33 says, But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. You know, with uh, the media, uh, which we're talking tonight about uh, how the media can uh, put all sorts of thoughts into our minds, whether we've been, whether through listening or whether through what we're watching. Uh, and that when we're changed, we, we move away from those things to something that is good. And I think the media can be used 
and it is being used to spread the gospel throughout the world. And yeah. um, But it's through a different mindset now, for we have yeah. had our eyes open to the glory of God and that we yeah. seek first his kingdom and the word of God is a thing that changes people's lives and hearts. It transforms us from the old way of thinking to the new way of thinking. We have a peace of mind now because Christ dwells within us. We have a living God who changes and keeps changing us. And sometimes, you know, we change without even knowing it, but the Lord works within us. Uh, he also says uh, in 1 Corinthians uh, 6, 19 to 20, he says, or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? For you are bought at a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. And so we see some wonderful things happening on this world today through Christian people. And, you know, this world is um, is old and it's uh, becoming more and more corrupted. Uh, we see the, the gap growing between the rich and the poor. But God's spirit still reigns through many people of his followers who will show people what Christ is like and what this world is is going to become. Uh, and finally, in Ephesians 1, 13 to 14, it says, And whom you also trusted, after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and whom also having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. So whatever we do now, uh, as Christians, we are to praise and glorify Jesus Christ, our Saviour. And mm. from where we've come from, many of the listeners today would have moved from where they were to where they are now through the power of Jesus Christ, through the power of the Holy Spirit, and through the power of God his Father. And so we can praise God tonight that the media can be used in the right way. But today, there are many that are in this confusion of what they hear and what they see, which is darkening their minds. And only Christ, a change of heart, being born again, being brought to Christ is so important. Mm, wonderful. And uh, let me thank those who have us. Uh, Text us, text us, and uh, those who have claimed the free offer. I see that uh, a good friend of mine, uh, there, Darren, has also tuned in. Uh, thank you for tuning in, and truly, it does encourage us knowing that you are there listening. And thank you, Pastor Eric, for what you're sharing there. And it is so important for us to seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and then all these other things will be added unto us. What a promise! What a beautiful promise! Now, there might be a person, I guess. Uh, listening on the end of the line, thinking, well, uh, but then it seems like it's too difficult. And, I can't, and I've tried so many times and I just can't, you know, uh, let go. Uh, what final advice would you share, uh, Eric? Well, um, I know in my life um, when the Holy Spirit came to me several times, I rejected it. I can remember the instances many people listening would uh, would know about this, that Sometimes we don't accept uh, the word when it comes to us. Um, and I, I, um, I was interested more in my lifestyle than what the Holy Spirit was telling me to do, was asking me to do, was working in my life. 
And it took me several years before I kept the truth of what, what the Bible was saying and moved away from the lifestyle that I was in. So I would say that if Christ is calling somebody today, if you are struggling with different issues, I say to them today, do not wait. I would say to them, uh, give your heart to Christ. Just fall on your knees now and ask God to forgive your sins, that you recognize that he, Jesus Christ, is the Son of God. And it says in the Bible that when you believe, when you have the faith, you will be saved. And I truly believe that. And I wish I had some of those years back, those wasted years. But I know that uh, that the devil will attack more when you start to follow the true God. So I would say uh, just turn your life over to him. Change your mindset. Just All start right. looking. So, yeah, just start looking into it. It's like we just lost Eric there a bit. Uh, we, we, we are chilling in live from our homes because some of us are not well, but, uh, yeah. Are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Yeah. Yeah. I just say, turn, turn your lives over to him. You know, don't, don't leave it long. Uh, and Christ will, uh, will, will change your mindset. And, uh, when you give your life to him, you start a new journey. Uh, mm. you don't have to rely on yourself. It is Christ that, uh, that uh, will change you. We don't have to do anything. The only thing we have to do is to turn to him. And so my Sorry. thoughts tonight are uh, whatever situation you're in, uh, he is ready to receive you. He will never, ever let you go. We are the only ones that can take us. So it is a mindset. It is following yeah. him. It is listening to his word. It is following that course of action where we start to receive the wholesome in our life that we find peace and happiness in Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. And so let us pray together. Father in heaven, Lord, we thank you for leading us and guiding us, and thank you for what Pastor Eric has shared. May you give us the victory, for the Bible says in Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Lord, we are thankful and grateful, and we are thankful for Jesus, and thank you for the Holy Spirit as well who leads us and guides us. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
Fear not. 